0: It's the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie May, and this is your favorite podcast. I'm your favorite host. I mean, I hope I am. I hope I'm in the top five, at least. Can I at least get in the top five? If you guys are enjoying the podcast, let me know. Rate, review us, subscribe, share it with your friends. Join the Patreon if you want to get our exclusive videos. We're posting videos Every day on the Patreon page featuring the episodes you listen to. So if you want to watch it, get over to patreon.com forward slash paluso It means big and hairy in Italian. To get your exclusive videos. Pick any tier you want, folks. You know you know the spiel. Get any tier you want. I'm just happy you're, you're a part of the club. The cool kid club. The fun club. The we don't give a fuck club. The, we don't think we're better than anybody else club, but we're filled with pure joy club. Sometimes we're angry. Those are menstrual days or man days, man menstrual. I mean, I would think men would go through it because it's called menstrual. You guys go through it having to deal with us, whatever your prerogative is, I've got a pill for it. I am your poor girl's life coach. I'm here in your ear every week, sharing my life and experience so that you hopefully don't feel alone. That's what it's all about that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Quarantine. (laughs) What day is it? I don't know. I don't fucking know what day it is. I want to say thank you to everybody who listens every week. You guys are fucking amazing. This is all I'm doing. This and writing a book. Those are the only two things that I've been up to while also taking care of my dogs and smoking a copious amount of weed and day drinking and cooking. Also reading. Did I say reading? I've been reading a lot. Stephen King's if It Bleeds is the sequel to The Outsider. I don't know if we have any readers out there. I'm a nerd. I like horror. I'm reading Stephen King's If It Bleeds. It's really good. Read The Outsider first and then If It Bleeds. I think it's a trilogy. I just learned this from one of my fans telling me that it's a trilogy. So I was late to the game. But I'm not late to the Stephen King game. He, That motherfucker can write a book. And if you like horror, not horror. Well, you can like horrors and horror. His son, who writes by the name Joe Hill, wrote a great book called Nosferatu. And I highly recommend that. Novels are great to read before bed. I wouldn't read anything nonfiction or, you know, something that is like uh, an informative book or a how-to book right before bed. It's too stimulating. It stimulates the wrong part of your brain that keeps you up. You want to read a novel. For some reason, novels are a thing a device that helps you ease into sleep turn off your devices speaking of device shut your devices down before bed enough of that fucking shit turn down those screens turn off your computer turn off all the beeps and bloops if you're a motherfucker who sleeps with beeps and bloops on your phone you're the problem you're the problem no beeps no bloops no fucking lights I can't stand that Sometimes my man's phone is, like, lighting up in the middle of the night. It's like, I, I, is there, is there a, vir, a virtual Coachella concert coming out of your cell phone right now? Shut it the fuck off. Trying to sleep and dream of a life with John Stamos. How dare you? <laughs> still? Yeah, still. Fuck you, bitch. Having an argument by myself. Yes, still John Stamos. Who's your crush that you're so cool? Huh? Vin Diesel? Uh, my name is Vin Diesel. It's not even a real name. It's not even a real name. And he looks like an alien that's mid-metamorphosis transforming into a human and he didn't finish the metamorphosis. That's what he looks like. I'll say it. He looks like some blind person tried to make a clay figurine out of the rock. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Jesse May, What did Vin Diesel do to you? I don't know. I don't know why I'm spewing so much Vin Diesel (laughs) It's that day. It's that day. It is that type of day. It is Weeds Day. Every Wednesday, go to my Instagram page, 4 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. I'm there smoking weed, answering your questions, raising awareness for cannabis and for Alzheimer's disease. We raise money for Seth Rogen's charity, Hilarity for Charity. You can check out their information at hilarityforcharity.org. If you know somebody or are somebody who is related to a person who's dealing with Alzheimer's? Go check them out. Lots of information, lots of resources, great work that they're doing over there. And speaking of great work, on today's episode, one of my best friends, hilarious comedian, actor, podcaster, all around amazing impressionist, just a great dude. I love him so much. You guys will really enjoy this episode with comedian Adam Ray. Sharp Tongue Podcast. comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional i talk about my dog sometimes each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny It's me. I am so excited about today's guest. I actually laughed typing his name in because he's one of my dearest friends. He's so funny, hilarious comedian, actor, and professional goofball. Mr. Adam
1: Ray. One second. Just oh, are you busy? Ordering a bidet (laughs) and purchase. (laughs) Oh boy, these bidet bits crushing Zoom. Not so good live. This pandemic can't (laughs) go on long enough. Am I right?
0: (laughs) I would, you know what? I'm honestly considering doing funny that this is your, what you've started talking about is I want to do a coffee enema.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Is that like colonic?
0: It's actually like Sarah colonic. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, uh, I'll leave you alone. I I think that's as good as it's going to get for me. By the, way,
1: by the way, could I be dressed any more like I'm giving a presentation on how Hewlett Packard is making a comeback? <laughs> oh, could God. you tell
0: me about the new eco-friendly ink that you're using in your sure, pens? Let me
1: just add another button to this polo first. <laughs> oh, my God. Where did I get this? The, what the, is that? The, the sale rack at, at the women's section of sacks. <laughs> Wait, you there's look only like you a woman section.
0: <clears throat> no, there isn't a woman section. There's them. It just says them. And it it's oh, really? just says bleeders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know where to go.
0: Your shirt looks like podcast studio insulation, but I like it. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it you. matches your back. What's behind you? It's it's
1: <laughs> well, your icon is covering the genitalia of my Ninja Turtles.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, let me just move out of the way so you can see at least some turtle cock.
0: Oh God, it is not a day without Turtle Cock. I need some more in my life. Where are you? Are you in are you in turtle Arizona? Cock.
1: Turtle Cock was booked at Coachella, but you know, gotta wait till 2021. <laughs> um, I'm in Los Angeles now. I just came back from Oregon. I was um so I've gone here are my here are my uh COVID travels. Arizona for two weeks, back to LA. AZ was nice because I think when we chatted out there, it was like having a backyard was nice, having space for uh, my dog Pickles to roam, having, being in a place where things hadn't truly hit yet. So, you know, not like everything, things shut down very quickly as soon as like word and, and, and disease spread, but it just didn't feel as confined. And I love my place in LA and, but there isn't, we don't have a backyard. We don't have, we got some skylight and whatnot, but to go outside is what, look, it's down an elevator. It's not a huge trek, but it's, there's no – the parks we couldn't do. So I was just feeling very confined and limited. And Arizona was like, oh, I could go on a four-hour bike ride to just nowhere. And I, you know, would probably not do that if uh, this wasn't going on. But for whatever reason, it felt so liberating to be able to do that. And uh, and it was just nice to have space. And yeah. Anyway, anyway, then went up to Oregon to uh, be with my – Dad, because stepmom was on hospice and was there for a couple of weeks, then went up to Seattle to kind of see the fam do some social distance walks with my mom and stepdad, which they were incredibly apprehensive about because you know my mom's like, You're gonna fucking kill us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I do not want that on my conscience. That'd be the last soundbite I hear as she's as I'm coughing into her mouth. It's like mom, <clears throat> by the way, she gave me such a hard time. We'd sit in the back uh the backyard and you know wear masks and have some cocktails and and chat and it was really really nice and i would i, I actually was getting choked up going there and leaving cuz i wouldn't go in the house which i always stay at when i go there and, oh. I and i was like getting really just sad about it all and i was like just but then i had to go look the fact i didn't think i was going to see them till the fall came up here saw stayed with sis and the nieces for a little bit had my brother-in-law's fucking bin laden trained dog Kill, bin Laden, killing killer dog, almost fucking chew out my tiny Cavapoos head and vagina. It kept it would like weirdly attack her head and then try to also get a finger. in it was a this dog is not a house pet. And by the way, like literally three hours into hanging out, three hours. I know I'm all over the place. Three hours into hanging in, Kion, which means I guess Bin Laden killer in dog. It doesn't, but it probably means something terrible and aggressive. This dog was jump would. First of all, jumped at me, scratched my face, tried to make me look like the white seal. And I was like, dude.
0: <laughs> Good it's, reference.
1: It's, 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 yes. Like, I want to sing like that guy. Don't want to look like him. So um, <laughs> And so
0: one scratch he's down hot. the
1: face. He is hot, dude. He's probably fucking so much in this point. Oh, quarantine. God.
0: He's getting so much tail. That scar. He doesn't
1: care. Because that scar, that voice. He also probably, I think he, I saw him do a Zoom. I follow seal on Twitter. And he was doing. <laughs> something in his house and I think it was maybe even recording a new song and I was like oh what a you know when you do these things you see people's backdrops and you're like holy shit is his
0: house ridiculous
1: oh it looked like it was overlooking like (laughs) the ocean but then it looked like his house was in the ocean and it looked like one of those it is in
0: the ocean he's a seal duh
1: okay that was an alley but that was that's comp that's called comic recognition where you are just listening you're attentive You're locked in. Ooh, look at your post-joke pose. (laughs) (laughs) My PJP? (laughs) Post-joke pose.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. What kind of dog does your your brother, you said?
1: Brother-in-law. I was going to say, wait a minute. He's a white rapper named Derte. His real name is Tim. We've been constantly trying to figure out when he's Derte and when he's Tim. Christmas Day, throws a snowball at my sister's shoulder, hits her in the face. I go, that's a Derte move. Tim is the guy who reads to my nieces before they go to bed. <laughs> yeah,
0: dirtay like dirty?
1: No, dirtay. D-I-R-T-A-L-A. <laughs> dirtay. Look up his shit. He's actually pretty good. That's the. That's the.
0: I was what? gonna say, is it Tom Hanks' son?
1: No, he's no. I think he's better than who's that guy? Dax Hanks? No, Fra- Fraggle Hanks? What's his Spanx. name? Spanks. Spanks
0: Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I got anks.
1: I mean. At least you're gonna be Tom hanks's son and just <laughs> defile that name. You know what? Go for go for gold, dude.
0: And he's Spank. like he's like taking on this like island personality. He's like, everything okay? He sounds like
1: no, he's Brad
0: not. Pitt from from Meet Joe Black. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. remember that Brad oh, Pitt yeah. scene?
1: Everything, pasta mashed potatoes. <laughs> What?
0: Don't let me worry a thing, sis. Everything gonna be okay. Don't you go and worry now.
1: <laughs> Come on, background need pot yeah and grab- No, that was like a <laughs> that was a drunk
0: leprechaun.
1: <laughs> Artie, har har. <laughs> oh, the pirates are always taking me lucky charms. Cut. Hey, dude, you're a leprechaun.
0: <laughs> we need you being the devil who can also speak island. Blue Mountain Devil, please. I know.
1: It's got to be such a wonder when they hire certain actors for films and they're like, we want Brad Pitt. And they're like, you can't really do the action. They go, did you hear what I said? We want Brad Pitt. <laughs> and they go, we're not hiring for the accent, for the accuracy of the dialect. We want people to look at Brad Pitt. They're going to be so mesmerized by his bone structure. They're not going to listen to his voice. Cut to, hey, if you've got any more spicy yams, toss him over here. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. I forget the dinner scene. <laughs> oh shit.
0: I can't wait after cutting this, putting <laughs> that scene. In. By the way, so cut to the spice yams. By the
1: way, cut to cut to the scene and he's actually just like Hey, if you guys uh, have any more flank steak, that'd be great. Like, there's no real <laughs> accent; we've just somehow created this idea that he's fucking a what Jetsons is- character. Um, hey, what is he eating? I don't know. I don't know the dinner scene. Mitchell Black is he's at, like a famous no, house.
0: It, the the scene that there is a dinner dinner scene dinner scene.
1: Oh God! <laughs> is this the episode where we teach people how not to do every voice? God the dinner scene. I'm from me, <laughs> CTV. <C-D-D. laughs>
0: okay. We're both going to do accents. Okay. Um, Scottish accent. Go.
1: Scottish. Ah, Scrooge McDuck. Oh, I'll take some, I'll take a beer. Ba- I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the line we have to say for every dialect.
0: Okay, which one do, do I do? Scottish?
1: No, you do, I like uh, that I
0: make a game and I'm like, okay, how do we <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do italian
0: like american italian italian american or oh, are we like right, <laughs> you know what, Next, moving,
1: moving on moving on God, jesus christ you just reminded me of my aunt when we go to the olive garden And they're like uh chicken caesar salad or ravioli she's like well is the ravioli baked or is it cooked and like, yeah. you're gonna die soon shut the fuck up and eat what they have on the menu it's, we're lucky that you're outside right now, and you're making us not want to be outside.
0: <laughs> hey, how you doing? Okay, everything okay? Is. I'm going over is. here, going over there. You won't go over here? We're gonna go over there. Yo, my mom makes a nice sopressa. You want a little <laughs> mozzarella, some soap and pafango, a little really kecap sufae.
1: Got a little Japanese at the end, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Uh, that was good. All right, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do um, Russian. There's a Russian guy ordering a bidet. <laughs> Marklov, do you have the promo code for the bidet? <laughs> the bidet. I need water to splash, splash up into my <laughs> bottle when I poo. Oh, yeah. So when I sit on toilet and water <laughs> on my tank. And scene
0: Boris, Boris, this is your your mother. Boris, are you in there? Hello, Mom. I, I I'm hoping you bought the pate because this the push we ate. Qu- oh, it is hurting my butthole. Oh, oh, the butthole hurts so bad. I need the pot.
1: Mom, this call would not be so devastating if you hadn't passed away 12 years ago. <laughs> Where are you calling from?
0: I'm calling from inside of Putin's left nut sack.
1: Oh, I've read the stories about these nut
0: I asked to be reincarnated, but apparently you need to be specific. <laughs> I said I wanted to be reincarnated as a dolphin, but they must have thought I meant seaman. <laughs>
1: I need to articulate Nick's life.
0: <laughs> this is what it's come to.
1: By the way, your picture and camera is so clear. I, I look fine. Yeah. Is this okay? I could yeah, get look some better great. lighting. get some better lighting.
0: No, but you so, look great.
1: All right. So let me tell you about this killer Bin Laden dog.
0: That's right. Wait, about, did we figure out the breed of the dog that tried to eat your dog's face? Oh,
1: I don't know. But about two to three hours into the hangout, after it tried to attack Pickles, a tiny little cabapoo. Who's so cute, so cute? I want to punch it. I know. Did you see the video I just posted today where she was just licking my face and then she just rested a paw on it, just and I was like leaning over her and she just put a paw like holding my face up for me, and it was the cutest thing ever. And I was like, just probably ten minutes away from sobbing. Just how cute <laughs> Why it so
0: was. long. Why such a long time? <laughs> my emotional about. Six years away from shedding a tear.
1: I'm feeling anything emotional. (laughs) Uh, I really, my emotional breakdowns are a slow build. And so, so then she pulls a paw away, and then I'm just like looking at her like this, and then she just goes, and I was like, oh, fuck, (laughs) and just sneezed right, just coveted all over me.
0: Oh, no, you got, you got pooch COVID. Yeah,
1: pooch cove. Yeah. So, um, pooch cove, by the way, is not where dads let girls go with their boyfriends in the 70s
0: for spring break.
1: I'm leaving. Where are you going, Bethany? Pooch Cove. Over my <laughs> dead body.
0: Coming to NBC this fall. Pooch Cove. <laughs> Guys, I can't find Stacy. She's probably dead,
1: that fat bitch. <gasps> this fall on Pooch Cove. No, no one's holding back. Everyone's got secrets and it's time to hear about them. Hey, did you hear Daniel and Marissa broke up? Yeah, I'm the reason. What? Hi. Back there,
0: right in front of Daniel. Right in
1: front of Daniel, this fall on Pooch Cove. <laughs> <laughs> what time is this show on? Eleven a.m.
0: <laughs> what time is the show? Like, there's one person who wants to watch it.
1: Because <laughs> time slot matters, and a show that that's <laughs> promiscuous and all over the place is not going to be prime time. But it's also not like eleven, so like p.m.
0: Oh my god. On it's on at 115 to 122 p.m. You gotta it's get the checked. hottest
1: seven seven minutes in heaven has a whole new meaning. <laughs> Pooch Cove. <laughs> Pooch you might go in, but you're probably not leaving when you want to. <laughs> dot dot dot. Oh, we
0: didn't it was we didn't mean like you guys were gonna get raped or anything. We just meant, you know, the doors don't work. The
1: doors don't work. It's to a, the
0: entrance of Pooch Cove. We just <laughs> We have to. Anyways, this, the commercial's over. go was not built.
1: <laughs> was not built with. Uh, so okay, so so this dog starts pouncing on Pickles and is looking to <laughs> We're end. Gonna be telling this story no, though. it's worth <laughs> it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. It's looking to end Pickles' life. And my brother-in-law just looks up at me and, and I go, "Dude, is your dog half wolf?" He goes, "Bro, it's the same dog that killed Bin Laden." And I go, "Yeah, didn't think to give me a little bit of a heads up with that info." maybe a text the night before if you're dating someone and like two years in they're like, by the way, I have a second family you're like, okay that's something you could have brought up at dinner or first date or first de- like there's certain things that you cannot omit when like lives are at stake and that's a big I was so taken aback like how do you not like first of all why did you bring that dog into your house around how did my he get that dog? nephew bin laden.com
0: estate sale where well, they sold everything in the cave sale. is he is your brother-in-law in the military
1: <laughs> he bought everything at pooch cave you <laughs> guys <working> together <laughs> branding everything's a branding opportunity here at binladen.com yeah it uh i don't know where but it's also like a. it's also a cop dog of some sorts it's a it's a ferocious creature and i you should not use those two words when describing a house pet no
0: unless it's <laughs> your fer, aunt
1: this ferocious Oh, Shirley does have a spunky twat, but she uh,
0: (laughs) spunky twat won't be at Coachella this year. Unfortunately, Turtlecock
1: will be. So you give a little, you take a little.
0: Turtlecock is filling in, literally. (laughs) For spunky twat,
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god, we could talk for hours and not say anything.
0: I that's that's every conversation.
1: That sounds like it is, but that also sounds like the worst line to a Hallmark movie that you don't want to watch when you get (laughs) sucked in, where the guy just leans over on the bed and goes, "You can literally talk for hours and not say anything." And she's like, "Fine." (laughs) Like Hallmark, guys,
0: she's missing. Where's Tracy? All there's always women missing.
1: Hallmark can never find their female leads.
0: No, it's always women. You're like, I thought she died in that car crash. Apparently, she's still alive. They dig. They find like actresses from sitcoms that Andy only Cameron
1: <laughs> Beret, Mario Lopez, and NBA on TNT analyst Shaquille O'Neal in. Where the fuck is Diane? <laughs> or Diane's Dr- Diane's drowning, drowning. Di- no, no, drowning Diane. Diane. That's guy. There we got go. Good, that's the show. One one
0: drowning Diane.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is cool. This is, uh, it's great to see you.
0: It's great to see me too. Or you two, not me.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Weed table for two.
0: (laughs) It's weeds day.
1: I know. I love it. This is, do you get more excited out of all the, and by the way, there's a handful of people that are truly crushing it on social media and you're one of them, but you constantly, it's like, does it ever, I, I always wonder this way when I see like you and Josh Wolf and I feel like I try to put up a lot of stuff, but it's like exhausting sometimes. It's but so exhausting. Do you ever just go, fuck, man, like when you start to go, or do you just, it's almost like you have to stay delusional to the process, almost like when starting stand up, when you're like, if I think about how tough this actually is, I'm going to bail out. So I have to just put my head down and do all the things that I know it requires and just keep jamming along. So like with posting things, and, and obviously this is fun. I look forward to stuff like this, but then you want to make clips from it. Right post up. you also when you're doing like dr Peluso's in and and you take advice, which is so good. you and Josh <laughs> are so good at that and uh but it's put, fun
0: it's fucking fun. your
1: answers are great. you get also people are truly reaching out with real yeah you, you must be picking the funniest questions, yeah
0: I go through I almost go consecutively i I, I answer every single one except for a handful that are just obviously trying to be completely salacious with no point but i i try and answer as many as i can within reason you know it's hard though
1: yeah it uh it seems like you always it's so crazy that like you'll (laughs) put some of these questions i'm like i don't even know how i would answer that and you have like a very like articulate answer that actually has some advice (laughs) like coded in the joke uh that you're trying to give off and then also you pick a different filter for every one of them. So I'm like, that takes time to go through and find. You probably right. have your go-to's, but like, and then you're adding, you're just adding so much stuff. I sound like such a, such an old fart of, de- detached from it, but it's truly like that stuff, it makes a difference when people are clicking on it too. Like it's, you know, to have it be aesthetically pleasing.
0: It's, it's, it's definitely a, you know, I think being anal retentive is difficult in a career like this because there's so many details that you could... Now, focus can you just, on
1: can you just be retentive or do you have to be anal retentive
0: I, that's a great qu- can i just be retentive without Why the does anal? everything
1: have to involve look it all comes back to anal this friday after drowning <laughs> diane
0: right uh, before p- pussy pooch, pussy, pooch what?
1: <laughs> yikes all right well we just got moved to a different channel <laughs> pussy, we pooch, just lost cove. our
0: contract the
1: pooch cub didn't was missing one thing pussy well, now you can see it all in its entirety. <laughs> hey guys, fall. I'm
0: Rebecca. I have I have a pussy and I have oh. <laughs> this fucking what? octopus pops out of her bathing suit.
1: Oh my God. You know what you just reminded me of? Which your is mom. A very fond no, I'm just
0: kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah.
1: No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Next next topic. <laughs> just wanted to give a quick shout out to Puddin'. No, you reminded me of when we I think it was like the first night or first week that we met in New York. We met at the club and then we were just, you know, uh, chatting, chatting comedy, talking about what shows we were doing later in the week. And then you started, I think it was maybe even pre show or it was post show. And it was like, what are you doing now? And I was like, I'm what? You were like, I'm watching this. Remember on sci fi, there were some, you were watching it or I was watching it. We started watching That's- it together. It was oh. a really bad sci fi, like,
0: was it was like a marathon. The,
1: it was some sort of like movie of the week where, I, I'm, I'm almost positive I think you were watching it. And I was yes. watching it. But it was like these guys in a small town. And there was like a sea lagoon creature of some sort. And I don't know if <laughs> if you were like the graphics are actually really pretty good. And I was like, all right. And like the story was so crazy where it was like, you know, this guy who owns a bakery in like small town, Iowa. And he like <laughs> his wife and kid are moving back into town. And he's trying to like, you know, get them discounts on pastries and then (laughs) he wants to like impress his kid and show him the boat that he built for him hoping that he'd come back so they go down to the dock and then this lagoon's like on second thought how about i eat your your whole family and then he's like no boom and then he like attacks the creature and he goes back and and the kid's (laughs) like i don't know you could fight off lagoon creatures dad and uh, and he's like, yeah, I, I did. A, I picked up a lot of skills when you were gone. It actually wasn't that bad. If it, uh, are you not planning on sticking around, are you, Billy? <laughs> Again, I'm paraphrasing all the dialogue. I, but-
0: was, I was really, I was really wondering if this was the actual movie because no. I can't remember. I remember. No, the it TV was a sci-fi off. I was movie. staring at a
1: screen. I was making it all up in my head. No, it was. <laughs> It was
0: a sci-fi movie. It was, it was on the sci-fi channel and it was like their movie of the week. And it was yeah. so, those movies are so bad. They're good. And I remember there being like a lot of blue, like it was a very blue looking movie. Like yeah. it was, you know, they used the color blue an awful lot in that movie. I wish I could remember what it was. Oh my God. That's so funny.
1: We had a lot of just, but it was just one of those great things to just be both doing a lot of like comedic commentary on the, on the terribleness of the uh yes. program. Yeah.
0: That's why Rogan told me to do bong in a movie. So now I have to do bong in a movie every week where I blaze a bong and comment on it. Do like movie a movie companion. He told me how to do Battlefield Earth. So I did Battlefield Earth and I have how'd it go? It went great. I mean, that movie is fuck, it's so bad. The movie is have you ever seen Battlefield well, Earth?
1: Don't tell Travolta's masseuse that um <laughs> uh
0: I'm pretty sure he's a masseuster.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, no I haven't. Is it is it good? Is it bad? Is it worth It's
0: beyond bad. It's I it feels like something it feels like a the very first student film ever made. It's the budget is huge though. It's like this huge ass budget they lied to their investors about how much the movie was going to cost. So they like got extra money from these people. Like they scammed the production company, got scammed and the production company sued. It's there's so much drama behind the movie, but I'm just like sitting on my couch, you know, blasting a bong and commenting to what I'm watching. And I was like, Rogan's right. This is such a good fucking idea. So now I'm doing it every week. I'm going to have to do Wolf Cop. Remember Wolf Cop? Come on.
1: How could I forget? It's one of the greatest movies ever made. I was like, I'm
0: watching Wolf Cop, and you're like, I have to watch Wolf Cop.
1: (laughs) That's a great idea, and you want to listen to Rogue right now because he's maybe the new richest comic ever.
0: Ever. I mean, Jesus. Don't you think, like, out of all of the shows that are available, and I, I can't not be biased because he's a friend, but I also am a fan. I think his show is so important because he has both sides of the political oh, spectrum yeah. on all the time.
1: What do you think more? He has more uh, Trump supporters than not.
0: I don't know. That's an interesting question. I don't know. You know, and it's so, that whole, like his endorsement got so blown out of proportion and all endorse- these, well, s- people were saying, "Oh, well, Rogan's endorsing Trump. If you listen to the full interview, that's not oh. what you take away from yeah, it. It was totally taken out of school, context Something
1: on Facebook about that. But I was like, There's a person, you know, sometimes you don't even need to read the post. You just look at the person who posted it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I, I'm constantly auditioning friends for current events, like to pay attention to, like if like, you know, uh, you know, like, you know, Don Juan posts, uh, you know, something about, uh, you know, the water, uh, shortage in California and how we all need to be more mindful about, uh, you know, what's truly transpiring and how, you know, we're going to soon run out of water and the polarized and all this. I'm like, dude, I can't click on this from you or read your opinion because not even two weeks ago, I saw you puke in a car that you were driving. So, (laughs) you know, like.
0: (laughs) It is. Facebook does make it hard for you to have like a, or social media in general. I think you're right. It makes it hard for you to have like a sincere post based off of previous things that you've posted like oh, yeah. <laughs> you know you have these people that are like posting their sh- themselves partying and then on sunday they they post like a psalm or a passage from the bible and you're just like
1: yeah like, dude you were just out boofing with
0: weren't you just Nina. boofing Janger- jägermeister in a field
1: now boofing just came about this year right did it well i mean let's did it get its you know due credit this year it, it went public
0: it got viral this year, but I mean, it's been, let's be honest, people been boofing since 1982, Fin
1: You're um, welcome. I, oh, 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 that was a good year. Zero's born. My mom. Me uh, too. My mom put a, um, when I was, I think five or six, I was 28. No, I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> she put a pill up my ass because I couldn't. Um, I was at some break the fast post Yom Kippur feast. And I was just deathly sick, and I was just puking nonstop. I—it's so crazy that I remember it because I was so sick, and uh, and I couldn't swallow a pill. I guess I just didn't have the wherewithal to, you know, do that. And uh, so she had to insert it like that. And uh, and Two I was better instantly. I think it was the Jeez. whole fist, but I think that there was <laughs> what I remember though was the group it was the guy that took the picture. So that's what made me think. Like, is this really for medical? No. But there- <laughs> Who <took a> <laughs>
0: See, people. Oh. When you talk, people have to listen to every single thing you say because all of it is so fucking crazy.
1: I <laughs> know a lot of throwaways.
0: There's so many. You're just like, wait, what did he? What Let's did he
1: just about it? The say fist. I was talking to my mom about about this, uh, and it uh, it was actually it, it was a foot, but it felt like a fist. There, you have to think about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> a hello memoir title it was a foot but it felt like a foot.
1: dear diary i'll never forget that yom kippur it was a fist but it felt like a foot the point is i got better that day and had all the noodle kugel i could ask for
0: more like yom kasor <laughs> oh
1: wow <laughs> that's really good you're good you're so good with the wordplay.
0: oh um, god in quarantine i just have my dogs and my boyfriend who's so annoyed with me by now Were you guys living
1: together pre-quarantine?
0: No. So I was like, "Don't you leave me in this pandemic." I (laughs) grabbed, I clutched (laughs) my pearls. I'm like, "What if, (laughs) what if the people come through the windows and they try and 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 take all of my rations? I need help getting rations. How do you, how do you start a fire with just wood? Oh God, help me!" And it worked.
1: (laughs) I've lost the string to my yo-yo. My orange juice is running out of pulp. Who's going to go to the stall for me and get me more pulp?
0: I need Charmin double ply. I need double ply. My butthole cannot have single ply. I have a double ply butthole.
1: The, we have been obsessed with putting stuff in our tushes for years. And you know where I think it came from? Uh, well, um, what...
0: Excuse me. Why are you putting, pulling me into this tush boat?
1: Tush boat. Whoa. The only um... boat the Titanic <laughs> did not approve. <laughs> For rescue purposes. <laughs> <laughs> they go, women and children first. We don't have any more boats. The tush boats avail.
0: And it, it's it just the camera zeroes in on him.
1: One yeah. well, guy's got to make a split second decision. By the way, I just had a glimpse into you auditioning for a movie where you're spying on some Girl Scouts <laughs> with binoculars.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, binoculars.
1: What did I say? Binoculars. Cut this part out. <laughs> oh my God. I just had a stroke like that CBS reporter from the Grammys eight years ago. And she's like, Well, it's been a crazy tough tear and tough paving statement. The marriage best the tether pits. Get far side. Looking through my burnoculars. We'll be right back. Oh, shit. Oh, my head hurts. I think something did happen. <laughs> Binoculars? uh, can I hear it in a sentence, please? Well, first of all, it's binoculars. I heard burr. Oh no, <laughs> <I can't even laughs> now you're I'm regretting crying. having your man put up that fucking log cabin behind you.
0: <laughs> I just smashed my head on my studio wall. I am crying. You have to stop.
1: My tampon's
0: gonna fly out.
1: B E AR <laughs> binoculars. <Bear> <laughs> Are these bear goggles? No, that's a separate product. Oh, that's a But thing? they're
0: available in the same
1: aisle. Go so to bin laden.com use promo code <laughs> pickles.
0: <laughs> oh. This probably should have just been a phone call. <laughs>
1: Do I have a whooping cough? What was that?
0: Oh my God. You have COVID for sure. You're oh, riddled. Oh. Wait, so the dog attacked your dog. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't finished the story.
1: We won't make it a two part episode.
0: <laughs> you still haven't uh, finished the story. Wait, but
1: here's why I think we are obsessed <sighs> with putting stuff in the tush boat. Ready? Okay,
0: yes, yes. We need to finish I'll that. Talk. About this
1: to my mom, because I go, I go, remember when you put that pill at my butt? She goes, Oh, yeah, you were very sick. By the way, moms do not forget any moment, especially Mm-mm. especially if your kid was like, you know, facing down, looking down the eyes of death, which I think I was at this Kippur feast. It was, I was definitely ill. So she's like, yeah, you were very sick. And thankfully, you know, we couldn't get you with a pills, but so I just put it right up. It went right up. My like, well, yeah, it was a five-year-old butt, like nothing else had, like, <laughs> why do you think it, it would be tough to get it anyway? And and I go, I wonder why that was even an option. And I go, you know what, mom? I go, You start hearing certain sayings as a kid, and, you know, if there used to be that saying. I don't remember when I heard it. Maybe it was from a cartoon or real life, but I'm going to stick it with it. Why don't you take this and, like, take your bad attitude and stick it where the sun don't shine? Yes. Like, I think I remember hearing that saying pretty early on. So it's like that was just kind of educating people to be like, all right, well, I just just, just put this in my asshole. Like, why (laughs) else? Like, yeah, why the,
0: did she put it in your butt so she thought because you couldn't swallow it, she'll stick it up it. your ass?
1: Yeah, so I could take it directly, I guess, versus orally. But
0: can is that an option? Like, oh, if yeah, I,
1: I've, I have stopped. I exclusively look if I've got a little bit of a headache and I'm like, <laughs> my buddy's like, Here, I'll toss a couple Advil in your mouth. I'm like, They're not going there. <laughs> Give me one second, turn around, drop trowel. And a part of a me believes you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> part of me really believes you.
1: I know. I'm. I haven't reached that point. But.
0: I. I honestly want to do a coffee enema. Gina so done, Yashir did it. Have you uh, done well, an
1: enema? Well, I've done colonics before. What's that like? Is it? Look, I hear look,
0: it's, it's like you know. There's arguments I, for both sides.
1: I, I look. It feel. I feel incredible after. And it's. I. The energy. I've done them before. Shows. Sometimes. I'm electric on stage.
0: Just like I mean, right backstage, is someone sucking it all out? Yep. Yeah, the opener. Yeah. Do you make the opener do that?
1: No, Argus, who works at the comic oh, store. Argus. No, he's. Uh, I want. I want. A, I want somebody with experience and stories, you know, to help pass the time. And uh, no, it's just um, a place in Hollywood. And, and yeah, the, I think she did put some coffee into a, a coffee colonic. I don't know if that's the same as a coffee enema. What is an enema? I don't think that's a colonic.
0: An enema is. It's well. What Gina showed is there's like a you, you make a mixture, you know, like a like a um, a liquid mixture, and you put it in this bag, and you hang it. And there's a tube, and so you sit at your toilet and you put the tube up your butthole with all of the fluid, okay. and you fill up your intestines. You put the fluid into like into your butthole rectally, and then it flushes everything out.
1: Yeah, it's like a colonic.
0: Is that like a so maybe it's more yeah. of like a colonic, colonic than anything? Colonic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's uh yeah, it's just if it, 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 it's good to get all the, the toxins out. And
0: well, there was a guy who said he did, she's she started doing it because of this article she read. It's called the Enema Within.
1: Oh my god. It really is. Was Harrison Ford in that? <laughs> 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 Put the tube up gently. Not in my mouth.
0: This guy who went to this resort in Thailand that specializes in this type of enema or colonic, whatever it is, whatever the just you know the clinical term is, he said he did this procedure and a a marble fell out of his butthole that he had swallowed when he was five, and he was about forty when he had done this enema thing
1: that doesn't sound good or that sounds, <laughs> that sounds like. You just got a lot of pent up everything, and that
0: you need to just let go.
1: Yeah, a marble.
0: Um, he said he heard it. Uh, uh, you can if you guys go to this, this, this article. I mean, I have it saved in my phone because it's such a fucking crazy read. But you really like the first three sentences are him colonicking out a marble from when he was
1: fine. I mean, what were? Who got that marble up there first of all, and why was it up there for so long?
0: I think he swallowed it.
1: Recently, or no, from when he was a kid. Well,
0: he swallowed it when he was a child, and then it shot out of his butthole when he did the colonic. What if you do? What if you do this colonic, the coffee colonic, and the pill your mother put up when you put up your butt when you were sick comes out. Oh God, undigested, un, uh, totally just not a. Absor- uh, uh, well uh, help me out with that word.
1: Then nope, that's all you. But I think if it does come out, <laughs> then
0: so, I absolve. So, so.
1: I put it in a bag with my foreskin and I sell it on eBay and try to get some merch money. <laughs> nope, that's
0: all you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. My fans have some questions for you. You want to okay. answer some fan yeah. questions?
1: This is great. The the setup on this, are you so are you doing this instead of Zoom?
0: Yeah, Zoom is too glitchy for me, and I, there's so many more controls on this. You know, I can switch our look. We can go like this. We Jay. can go like this. Uh, you I know, love they got the
1: time up there, and they got, and it's. I mean, it's kind of cool. The side by side, it's like cropped off a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I think it's nice. It's called Streamyard. It's a cool. I've I've really enjoyed it. Super easy. How quickly to use. did
1: you get with them versus Zoom?
0: Oh, I tried Zoom once. <laughs> I tried Zoom once early in the quarantine when everybody was panicking. I was like, all right, let me try this. I didn't realize that you needed to set parameters. So I put the link on Twitter being like, hey, guys, meet me here for Weeds Day. I was trying to do a Weeds Day on it. And, you know, come help me blaze up and raise up awareness for Alzheimer's. You know the whole thing. So I sign on. And apparently, if you don't set parameters and authorization, everyone can post everyone can talk it's like everyone was the host of the show so i got in oh and god everybody was there and i yeah. heard death metal people were screaming the n word some woman was screaming there was porn it turned into the dark web within seconds
1: i mean was this all happening at one house or was this like separate boxes
0: separate boxes this was like I was separate say, what boxes
1: birthday party <laughs> Was featuring all these elements. Was at my mom's house. Mom's, yeah.
0: That's how my mom watches Weed's Day. Put on Satan's Rock. I'm ready to scream the N word in three, two.
1: No, a countdown for your racial slur. That's actually very funny.
0: For Nancy's racial slur, hon, put on the clock. We're getting ready to slam out some N word
1: (laughs) and isolating myself from other people in three, two. That's actually okay. a brilliant way to be racist. Oh my God. Um, thing. It's just like give people a heads up. Give you a kid. Let them know. It's almost like when you're trying to discipline a, a kid and you're like, I'm going to fucking, you know, hit you in the head with the guitar. You know, I don't know. How, however, you're.
0: Excuse me. <laughs> Crosby stills Nash and young. Too young to be getting hit. <laughs> hey. Crosby stills bashing young.
1: That, there it is. <laughs> oh, good. Well, can you do the, did you ever do this one? The, uh, all right, well, I'm going to take, uh, the elevator. So I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Is the, ele- me-
0: <laughs> is the elevator only taking your head? I'm
1: shrunk into an old man. <laughs> oh boy. We got to, we,
0: we need gotta, a stage. So
1: bad. We need a what? A stage. I know. Although this is fun. I really do enjoy these this is a great this is a
0: blast. but also
1: like i could talk to you for i mean
0: I, we we're gonna figure it out i f- i feel i have this chemistry with like four people in my life carly aquilino is one of them and we had a very similar podcast where it I just was <laughs> a second that. language
1: i've only met her once and i seeing you guys riff i was like oh i I want to like if there's maybe a uh, a three sometime at some point. Yeah, but we she, should. That would be her, fun. Her when she was telling a story of you, <laughs> what was it? She was laughing so. Showing her my butthole. Yeah, that yeah at a at a nice hotel. But the way you guys kept interrupting and. Adding information like a nice hotel, and you got, like, oh, we were, it was a nice, ho-. like, well, right? Is that where the oh, story took place?
0: Yeah, because she didn't say that. She's like, we were staying at a hotel. I'm like, bitch, we were at the Ritz Carlton.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's And then you both were like doing that. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> really funny. A lot of this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of girl, 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 girl. I know.
1: I know. So funny. <laughs> All right, let's, go, let's do these fan questions.
0: Okay, we got some questions. This is from John Griffin 456. How much Chardonnay is too much?
1: Oh wow. Oh, I think he's referring to it. there's this app that uh I found or filter on Instagram that's like the big eyed but the deep voice app. <laughs> and I do this character called Robbie. <clears throat> I wish I could do it on here.
0: <clears throat> I know I wish we could put on filters.
1: And uh and uh and so the voice is real real deep and the eyes are buggy and it's like the mouth is big. And so I always at the end of it go like I go, I go, What up, God? What up, what up, what up with your boy Robbie? I go, just uh kick it back, relaxing, having some Chardonnay. <laughs> And like with the really deep voice and the mouth and the eyes, it's just like a really funny combo of crazy. So I think that's what he's asking. I think in Robbie would say that no, no amount of Chardonnay is too much, especially for the start of the week. I think you start you finish the week how you start it. So come in. That's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah, it is. I just said it, but I feel like that actually is. That sounds like something that. Who's that guy Goggins that Rogan always pushes?
0: Kenny Goggins.
1: Kenny Goggins, the guy. That just physically fit specimen that's like...
0: Yeah, he's like, can... quit being a lazy bitch!
1: He's like, you can he's like, you can jog across the country if you feel like it. If you <laughs> find that inner part of you that can just run for miles without food and water. And you're like, I can't. He's like, well, then you're a pussy. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I guess I will listen to something else that makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> but, he
0: is amazing, that dude. <laughs> oh, it's
1: unreal. And I think he does say a lot of actually pertinent uh, statements, but... It's like Um,
0: tough love motivation that some people really need to heal. Here to heal.
1: Yeah, there it is.
0: I fixed Uh, it.
1: But they, uh, they, I I think if you start with a little bit of Chardonnay, not in the morning. Don't be a, don't be a morning drinker. Uh, Well, let's
0: quarantine. Let's. uh...
1: Yeah, you're right. On the weekends, (laughs) I think everything. Yeah, you know what? Fuck everything I just said. Uh, I don't stand for anything. But I think (laughs) a little bit, a little bit of like whiskey and some tea, I think it's fine.
0: Ooh, yes, yeah, a nice I, little to- hot toddy.
1: I actually am on a – I have not had a drink for four days. I'm going to try to go a week, which I know that sounds like, ooh, that's great. But it's like, look, I – when I was up in Oregon with my dad while we were doing the hospice thing, I would have a, I'd have maybe a, a glass of wine in the evening. But then I was like, I'm having one. I'm not, I've never been a let's have one and then just chill. I'm like, I'm going to have a tequila. I'm going to drink half the bottle and feel – get a little buzz. And then and for whatever I'm doing, beef. Even if I'm just watching TV, have a couple, make fun of the T, watch stupid shows and right and have fun. I don't want to fucking get fucked up and watch Jurassic Park. Like that doesn't sound like unless I'm unless I'm getting high. Like that's different. If you're getting high, it doesn't matter what's on that tube. I'm gonna find a way to make it entertaining. Um, But. Yeah, so I think a little bit, a little cocktail in the morning, and then and then one at night to go to bed. Is that? Is that yeah,
0: that's a good, that's a good answer. That's you know absolutely what, you know a good what, John, answer.
1: Quit your job, start a winery, and then figure <laughs> this fucking question out for yourself.
0: <laughs> this question is hilarious. It's underscore the underscore JB. I don't know what it's the JB. Would you rather fight ten Brad sized Jesse Mays or one Jesse May sized Brad? Wow. wow. Ten,
1: <clears throat> ten Brad-sized Jesse Mays or one Jesse May-sized Brad.
0: Who would you rather fight? I think it'd be much more fun to do ten.
1: Oh, yeah. Anything. Look, I've constantly envisioned a world where I walk into my apartment to do the podcast uh, back in the day where Brad has somehow brought ten other dwarves over. And he's like, sorry, they needed a place to crash. I'm sorry, a corner to sleep. And then I'm <laughs> and I go cool this is because dude when we man came on the podcast and it was brad and we man at the table there was a moment where i said something and they both like turned and looked at me like this like they were like and just feeling two lps stare you down i, I literally did this whoa i go i gotta i gotta be honest guys that was fucking terrifying and then we man goes now you're in our world bitch and then and they started like laughing and we all were it was a great moment and uh and i was like you can't tell if our feet are touching the floor right now can you and i was like <laughs> I guarantee you they're not, but, but it was, but so yeah, being around 10 sounds fun. Also that just seems like more of a challenge. And if I'm in a fight, I want it to be, you know,
0: it should be fun.
1: It should be fun. You know? It should be
0: a, a really fun fucking time. And
1: there's gotta be some sort of a built-in prize where if you can take down 10 dwarves, you win, like, I don't know. It's almost like one um, of them. What's that?
0: You win one of them.
1: You get to take one home. Yeah. And then they have to fight to get that one back. And then yeah. it's a constant push and pull of...
0: It's just a give and take of a, of a little uh, person.
1: A little person, is, yeah.
0: Is that what we say? Little person, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I said, well, I, I had this talk with Brad once where it was like, I go, well, dwarfism is, you know, Andre, What is the What does he have? There's
0: oh, yeah, him.
1: he's got a... um. Androcaplasia. Nope. Fantasia. Andrew. Andrew Dice. Andrew dice no, Oh, God. No, I'm going to actually look it up. Dwarfism <laughs> and...
0: Andrew. I'm just
1: going to put plasia.
0: Androplasia.
1: Here it is. Achondroplasia. Thank you. I wanted Achondroplasia. to... Achondroplasia. That's what he has. And so I go, he goes, so dwarf dwarfism, you know? He goes, but not a little... Per-. He goes, it's just all... It's really kind of case-by-case, case, personal preference. I mean, there were times in the podcast where he would say something about uh, something, something Jew. And I would just be like, quit being a fucking midget. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, <laughs> so that's also 10 plus years of friendship and, you know, comfort and, and familiarity built in. Uh, but those those were really fun moments where we could just say that stuff and not even have an ounce of like feeling like there's anything wrong or being offended. Like mid pod, even with fun. guests. I mean, when I would just be like, like when Brad were getting fired up as, down something, I would, be like, I would be like, easy. I was like, easy, Midge, easy, easy.
0: <laughs> Midge.
1: Yeah. And then he'd say something, like if I say something, he'd be like, he's like, you know, the Jew says something about saving money and it's just, you had to do it. You know, like they're just, yeah. That's
0: the way it should be. That's what makes yeah. it fun. You know, we, we don't take it sensitive. You know, we're no, not sensitive. No, this question is great. More re re hurry, Marie, Marie, Mari Riri 10 says, do you live alone? I don't know. Why I think that's such a funny question. Someone took time to ask if you live
1: Oh, wait. Oh, wait a minute. Has it not been using my mic this whole time? Yeah. Oh, wait. Is this better now?
0: Oh, that's so much better. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, wow. That's like professional quality now. Yeah. Yeah. Just when we ask a question, if you live alone, you figure it out.
1: Is the other one use? Is the was the other one usable audio wise?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, now it now we got upgraded. They got upgraded for the last twelve minutes.
1: Fuck, I'm so sorry. God damn it!
0: It's totally fine. It's all good. It is sounds it? fine. Yeah. You know what?
1: I thought when I got on here, I was like, I need to set the settings before she pulls me into the convo. And then I saw you, and I just started chatting, and I completely forgot.
0: Oh, it's well, all I just had
1: this as a prop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you just had the mic. It sounded like it was coming from it, though.
1: Okay, good. But now it does sound. Boring.
0: Yeah, now it sounds good. <laughs>
1: I'll just start
0: the podcast from here.
1: <laughs> Fuck. I'm so sorry. No, this is fine. No, right, it's, totally
0: fine. Right, it's totally fine. It's totally fine.
1: Do I like what? what is it? Living alone?
0: Do you live alone?
1: No. Who asked that question?
0: Some fucking weirdo. Um.
1: Damn it. Wait a second. Why did I even answer that?
0: Well, now he knows that you don't live alone and he's going to make his way over to your house fuck and he is going to attack everyone in the household including pickles
1: was that the uber eats guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay time time he's
1: ordering all this pad thai (laughs)
0: time 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 time. tim fresh one he says did donnie from new kids on the block really have jordan semen in his belly what is that is that like one of those those like stupid remember they said something about Lil' Kim back in the day. Remember there was like rumors before there was like a TMZ or any social media. There was like word of a mouth rumor that Lil' Kim had had to get her stomach pumped because she had so much semen in it. Do you remember that?
1: Oh my God.
0: It was either Lil' Kim or Foxy Brown. This is like one of those stupid types of questions. How much
1: do you have to. I wonder if it was even now. Here's my question. You think it was like eight BJ's and it was just like combined. Or do you think it was like. (gasps) Two that just could have taken out a small village, you know what I, I'm saying? Yeah,
0: I'm thinking I'm gonna go with the latter just because I think that that's a more, an imp- more of an impressive yeah. way to to oh, dis- deposit wow. it.
1: Pump it, huh?
0: Yeah. Or do you yeah, think they just... were
1: pumping it for alcohol? And then they were like, they're like, boy, that's uh <laughs> this vodka smells like cum. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I actually don't drink. And they're like, ooh, <laughs> okay, TMI sake go on
0: (laughs) i don't know who this question's for uh d robinson says ever sleep with a black guy let's just say it's for you
1: it's gotta be for you i don't even think i've been with a black gal. i think i've made out and gotten a a, an hj from a black out but that's about it hj Hmm?
0: a hand job in high school yeah i like that you said hj
1: her name was joffrey i don't know if i should say that but
0: Uh, Well, you did.
1: Not not to be confused with Jeffrey, the Toys R Us
0: giraffe.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, psych. it was a Toys R Us giraffe. (laughs) Hey, man. He said, you want to be a Toys R Us kid forever? And I was like, yeah. He's like, follow me to this van. I was like, cool.
0: Why does this van smell like semen? Don't worry about it. Get in.
1: (laughs) Don't worry. It's vodka. Ask little Kim.
0: It's organic.
1: That was just commercial, though. You're really quick. That was one of my first yeah. jokes because it was uh, the Toys R Us commercial. Jeffrey is skipping out of the store, holding eight kids hand in hand. And that's like the end of the commercial. And they cut to like parents putting toys in the car. And there's like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like just normal. Like, throughout the commercial he's like riding the bike down the aisle with them showing them how to like do some of the battle like the wrestling things playing a video game with them and then at the end he's just skipping out of the store hand in hand and it's like i want to grow up because if i did i wouldn't be a toys R us kid and then it's freeze frame with jeffrey holding eight kids and these people are just like "Whoa, oh, jeffrey it's like <laughs> dude he is blatantly kidnapping a smorgasbord of children in broad daylight. And everyone's just like, Oh that boy, guy. it, you know it's Someday this is going to be illegal. <laughs> that guy. All right. So, hers. all right. Sorry. Oh,
0: okay. Miss Sid, who's a, a devoted fan. She's amazing. Oh, she says you two together. Exclamation point. Oh, good. How's both of your sweet moms doing any paranormal stories? Do you have paranormal stories about your mom? Not about my
1: mom. Well, I she- think
0: we both talk about our moms a lot. Yeah. so,
1: yeah, very special people. uh Not paranormal. My mom did get really upset though at me when we were in the backyard and she was like, come in the house. I was like, oh, I got to pee. I was like, oh, and she's like, well, come in the house. I go, I'm not going to do that because again, I don't want to get any, just let's play it safe. And you're starting to get a little too comfortable with how this is and that we've done it a few days and you're okay and you can't be rolling the dice. I'm like, I'm just let me. She's like, where are you going to go? I go, she's going to pee on the fence. She goes, what? I go, I'm going to pee on the fence. And she goes, you're not peeing on my fence. I go, Mom. I've been doing it the last three days. She goes, the fuck. And I go, yeah, I've been peeing on the fence. I go, it just dries up. She goes, now we got to get a new fence. I go, the f- fuck you. I go, it's just normal pee. She goes, I don't want any pee. And my stepdad in the back <laughs> he just goes, I've been peeing on the fence too. She goes, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> just all timing. And so then I go, well, then I'll drive around the corner and go into the woods. She's like, no, because then you'll disappear. Something will happen if you're in the woods. I'm like. <laughs> I don't think nothing's going to happen to me in the woods. I'm a grown man. I can defend myself. Um, But paranormal stories, she, not too many. She, you know, Pickles was barking at some, I think, spirits uh, the last few months. Where? In the corner and stuff. And my real spiritual friend from college was like, just talk to them. They're, they're, they don't want to harm you. They just, ask them to leave and come or be here during the day, but leave at night. So I'm literally like, Hey guys, uh, look, be here like during the at night. <laughs> it's kind of freaky. Cause like my dog's barking in a corner and it's fuck. It's actually terrifying. Like I did a Ouija board in college and found out some weird shit, but this is actually, this is topping that, uh, indubitably. And so, and I don't Good use word. the word indubitably a lot, but when I'm addressing <laughs> spirits, I try to show off my, my, uh, my, 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 my extended vocab. So guys during the day, look, put on, you know, about dog the bounty hunter, uh, you know, uh, flavor, whatever you guys want to get into, put it on, leave the TV on even when you leave. We'll turn it off at night when hopefully you're not here. So let's just keep it <laughs> kosher, let's find a time we can make this work. I am fine cohabitating, so let's just, um, hello, okay. Well, if you guys don't want to talk back, then maybe this isn't the place for you because we have to communicate affect you know so i feel like <laughs> my therapist fucking... told me
0: that communication is key to any oh, relationship i, I,
1: I felt like a nut job and, <laughs> do uh, you
0: think there were really spirits there might
1: be there's they're barking at something and then you and then you google like what are dogs barking at people are like there's no fucking ghost it's a light they're looking at their reflection dummy Ooh! but it freaks who knows? me out i don't uh, does your mom have uh, supernatural um you know notions and, and uh, i
0: don't believe in that can you get me another packs from the fridge <laughs>
1: Box of what?
0: Wine. Chardonnay. A box of Franzia crisp white. Ooh. <laughs> That's what Nancy.
1: Maybe some peanut butter crackers to dip them in. <laughs> Ooh, you fancy, girl.
0: <laughs> she loves her boxed wine. but I love she, that about her. She's kind of practical. She doesn't really. Yeah. Also, no hauntings fucking... in her place. Oh, really? No hauntings. Also, Ooh, I... fucking what? What? Huh?
1: There doesn't seem to me to be a lot of <laughs> ghosts in the Upper East Coast.
0: Oh, there's an Upper East Coast ghost Is the Queens housing a
1: lot of spirits?
0: Yeah, they're still alive, though. <laughs> Very funny. <People laughs> Go to haunt any AMPM. <laughs> Go to any Aldi on Route 11, and you'll be haunted by a couple bitches for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, just one, one bathroom key swap, and you will have looked into the eyes of satan's oh mom
0: I, I, satan's mom <laughs> yeah. not playing at coachella this year unfortunate
1: people unfortunate people don't talk about satan's mom it's like the devil satan he's the worst it's like who raised that fucker
0: yeah where's that sitcom satan's mom
1: hello hollywood
0: <laughs> oh you're not open anymore
1: oh sorry um yeah let uh get two bidet covers i thought i'd I thought you guys hung up. You've been on this whole time.
0: <laughs> I've been asking all of my friends and guests. Hold on. They're just doing a quick touch up. Hold on. Yeah. No, it's okay. He's Yeah, we're still.
1: Uh-huh. That does look like a different hand for a second. Yeah, no, he's. If you're right. a fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been asking all of my friends and guests to tell the listeners a few things they can do to thrive in quarantine. Oh, three Three things get good sleep oh good one gotta write this down
1: yeah put it in the description i'm bad at that and i i'm bad at that i was even having like just the stress of hospice my stepmom passing and being out of a routine in oregon and spending money on a hotel so i could have a place to do all my work i was just not sleeping starting to get like weird palpitations and like just just i was getting out of sync and i was like i need to sleep i need to make sure i'm resting and i need to Make sure I have some sort of exercise. I feel shitty if I don't have any sort of that going. And there was too much of doing work in the hotel, and then going to my dad's and just sitting and trying to cheer him up, and then going on little walks. But senior citizen walks aren't true exercise, you know. Yeah. And uh, and, uh but sleep is key. Um, it really is because if you don't, if you're tired, you're just gonna be irritable, and you're gonna be. I I suffer sometimes from stacking on. Like I love being back in L.A., but I do. I I you work I, so much. But I find myself I, but I don't feel like I, I it's just a if I get a little bit of like I'm not doing enough or I I make a list of things to do and I don't hit them all out of the park and uh I don't feel creatively fulfilled, but also have like hit a checklist and then I've got like a family checklist of things where I take on and I've done this since I was a kid, just other people's shit. Mm. And and like a an emotional chameleon and I just I'm always thinking, like, right now, like, this is a great distraction. And when I'm locked into work, I can't actually – something that I enjoy and that I feel like is good and and progressing things and I just – that I feel like I'm getting to be fully me, then I can actually – block out a little bit of like thinking about oh man I hope my dad's okay right now should I check in should I send them some stuff should I my sister and my brother in law he's struggling for work right now because of the pandemic and maybe I can get something for the kids and my mom needs to be getting out more and like I was just up there and she was feeling really good and now we left and she's kind of going through withdrawals but she needs to but they're okay and like the you know they're blessed to have you know be healthy and this and that and it sucks that they have to be locked inside but whatever we'll get over. So I just take on all that on top of my own yeah. work shit. And then you just have to you know, and that all will get heightened if I don't feel uh, rested. So sleep for me is a big one. Second one, I guess, would be routine. I haven't found yet a solid routine. Mm-hmm. I just kind of go day by day with uh, getting some exercise of some sort. Um, Self care things. I used to real be big on pre pandemic, but now you can't really. I mean, it's, I you know. have to
0: be. You have to be very. Um... You know, sort of disciplined and committed to self care while yeah. you're in quarantine. Yeah. It's much harder.
1: And not, and, and, and also, and being good about prioritizing and not like feeling like I'm doing things just to do them, you know, like, like there's a, like you're
0: focusing little... on higher level tasks type of thing.
1: Yeah. And like there's a few projects I, have been putting off finishing writing for a while now. <clears throat> and look, they weren't, they didn't weren't taking precedence during when things were rocking and rolling. But now I'm like, no excuse. Like I was talking to Dan cook and he was, I think he finished his book that he had been writing. And he said, once this hit, he was like, every day I wake up and I write this many words. And I mean, it's really impressive and inspiring to just n- knock that out and go. And, and I, you know, and set and really making sure that when you're making goals during this time that they're not lofty. And there really is. I mean, look, we all can still find many things to do and keep busy. And and these next few days have somehow filled up that way, uh, you know, for good, I guess. But I'm like, wow, already things that I had laid out that I want to do, like around the house or or life things like getting my place in order and getting like a up in this loft where we had the podcast set up. Now I want to make this more of a I, it's more of a hang spot now, but I want to get a desk up here and I want to have like things like that, that, that I'm like, I just want to get it done. But I, and I was like setting aside the next few days to take care of that. But then work stuff comes in and I'm always, I put work stuff just ahead of. Everything. You have to sometimes. And yeah. Um But, uh but like, look, I get hit up by a lot of, there's so many people that are starting podcasts during all this. And I'm like, I cannot be doing every young comics podcast.
0: I've gotten so many emails. Sorry, everybody, but I can't.
1: Oh, some of the people that are like, I just had this guy on. Like, and I'm like, I'll, I'll look up the person. They're like, been doing stand up a year, and they're like, some kid literally just DM me, and I'm like, boy, what does it say about where I'm at in my career? He's like, hey, can I come on your podcast and promote my? Come on the pod and promote my sketch album. I look this kid up. He's got like, 300 followers. He's like, I look at his shit. I think hey, he looks like he's just starting comedy. That's fine, but it's like, yeah. hey man, like, I'm fucking this isn't just a mon pa shop that I'm running over here. Like we're not this just my
0: fucking, this is my bread and butter not for years,
1: bagel bites and fucking, you know, mystic river posters signed by Sean, you know, Ben. And you're like, is that Sean Penn? He's like, no, it's the guy who looks like him. <laughs> and, uh, so I was like a little, but I was almost going to do it. Cause I was just like trying to be like, again, what's the excuse to not,
0: we don't like to say doing? no,
1: but they're but again, working, working in the right direction and not, because I sometimes I'm like, oh, if you're still f- doing that, you're still flexing the muscle and take the challenge of trying to, but a lot of times it's like, I'd rather save that energy for something like this, that yes. matters in this professional and that there's going to be, you actually know what the fuck you're doing versus I've done some of these podcasts and they're so green that you end up just carrying the whole thing. And which is because you don't, you know that people are going to hear it. So you want it to sound good. You want and it to like, be good. You're I'm like, you're just, still
0: going to give it your all. It's like morning on, news, yeah. morning press. Oh, we yeah. are on.
1: I don't want to just sit back and let them try to you know it's just yeah so anyway but um
0: that's good though I think you know the one thing you said that somebody else mentioned before was not having such lofty goals and I think that's important I think a lot of people don't achieve their goals because they set these insane amount of you know it, they make it too difficult the smaller accomplishments are what really set the tone I yeah. think yeah and you're totally. still accomplishing things you know it's always like yeah. you know just knowing what your long-term goal is keeping that in front of you everything else can help you achieve that you know i just realized it kind of looks like uh, when i'm not looking directly at you that you're in the chair getting your hair cut and you got one of those smocks on that's what that looks like it looks like a haircut smock oh god yeah
1: <laughs> well i did fuck
0: <laughs> you did fuck no those sentences, those
1: thoughts were broken up enough. Broken up enough. Broken up enough.
0: Broken <laughs> off enough. Guys, I'm so glad everybody is here. Uh, we've been really working hard on this.
1: <laughs> I'm having trouble seeing. Can someone get me some binoculars. Uh, it's guys, cold in here.
0: We're doing... Uh, guys, we're doing... Uh, I can't... Can you get my off? Yeah, it's in my bag. I can't talk anymore. I need my... My off, it
1: helps me. Yes, yes. The strips, <laughs> the strips <laughs> like the like Bernocking off put on your upper lip when your mouth <laughs> can't figure out how to say words. <laughs> Bernocking <Burn> off, <laughs> knock it off, yeah.
0: It's found right near the Bernocchio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's short for bitch, knock it off, <laughs> knock it off <laughs> Stop talking because your syllables and words aren't lining up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god you're fucking quick man you're fucking is that, quick
1: is that it for the questions we no no
0: you have okay. one more advice uh you, you said sleep and routine and working towards uh working in the right direction of figuring out you know how to make your routine work for your goals what's a what's one other thing you think people can do
1: uh or that you've done do or should do definitely reach out to Fam more. I think I, you know, like this is the time I said for a long time, I was like, I wish I had a, a solid month to go up to Seattle and just not shut down work it was just impossible. I, I tried a few times. I think I did maybe a week at most. Where I it's hard to do, but having this time, whether it's your job or for us not being on <clears throat> on stage um, but, but uh, do the things that you try to be active about doing things like that, like connecting with family and like calling folks every day or or brother-in-law that i've been trying to communicate with him or just people that you don't all the time a because it feels good for people to have some extra level of connection during this but also when things do start to slowly resume like unfortunately it's just human nature it's all gonna fall back into how it was i think to really as much as i've heard and seen in commercials like we're all in this together and like let's just make sure That like you keep what you're learning from this and apply it. Fuck that, man. People are gonna go. All right, good. It's back to fuck. Let's right back into it because we're craving a that that normalcy and that routine that we were so used to. But I think it's just I think a small percentage of people truly. I was about to say learn from their mistakes, but learn from a you know like
0: like a pattern of behavior. Yeah, if
1: you have like a big. I know people that have like had heart attacks and then will change a few lifestyle things but then like kind of slowly start to like dabble back into bad foods or exercise falls off which shit man it's tough to maintain that i guess and once you get feeling good you're like oh i don't have to do all the things that i was told to do so with this i think you know if you're like man i just i i, I do it now because i as much as you think you you know oh i talk to my folks a couple times a week and then i'll you know now talk to them more when things pick up because i'm gonna keep doing that now just do it all now because when yeah. things resume i think a lot of people are going to just be so thirsty to jump back into life and and almost feel like a, a, a hurry up like fuck i gotta like catch gonna, up yeah, for the lost the ketchup, time the ketchup is gonna be real
0: and you know, it's it it's interesting because one of the things that we both have in common that we're very close with our families, you know, this it's been hard because my family's so far away and I can't travel. I you know, I I wouldn't want to go see my mom right now because she's you know, her she has like lung disease and a condition and lupus, so she's already kind of oh. compromised. But, you know, it's it, it's a hard time to sort of be away from your family and then like you know you like you mentioned you're you're experiencing loss like you're you're experiencing seeing your father go through that and that's got to be hard because you can't really be there the way you want to i would imagine for your dad
1: no yeah i seeing him just it's just the ups and downs is what suck because he'll have this wholehearted laugh and My job is just to bring positivity and cheer him up and make sure that he's distracted, whether it's with movies and conversation, getting outside. And, you know, he just will go be on this high and then immediately sigh and kind of I think he's met with half. I'm really bummed out she's not here. And then also maybe I feel a little bad for feeling so good right now. But him being by himself is going to happen at one point. My brother's there right now. I was going to go back next week and then I was like I got to be a little selfish. I want to be in LA for a little bit <clears throat> and then do my my gigs coming up and and then go back. But I was like, well, my brother, I don't want to make him have to be there for a month by himself. He's got a wife and 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 dog up in Washington and and he probably will go up and then my dad will be by him. And my dad even said he's like, "Look, you guys could go. I'm fine." I'm like, "It's a big like it's been very helpful to have somebody around him Yeah. To keep him busy and and he's working still during the week, but then he's just at home and just sitting there by himself, even if we're watching a movie to chatter with and have someone there is very key. And so I don't think he realizes that when he is just by himself, which will happen at some point, but we're trying to really make that transition as seamless as possible so that he doesn't have like a drop off in and have a lot of withdrawal from from family being around him, which I think is inevitable either way, even if we did this for another two months of, which I don't see any problem with because if things continue to stay shut down how they are, I could be anywhere to do my shit and, and, um, and if, you know, more gigs pop up to do that. But I want to make sure that when we do allow him to be, to live by himself and to wake up and go to bed and have that, uh, that he's comfortable with it and that he's not, but look, again, you can't stop him from, even if you're there, having his mind filled with, uh, sad thoughts and just missing and grieving. And I don't know when that, stops you know it, d- I mean, it doesn't
0: but it gets less how's and less your mom and less. how's your
1: mom dealt with it
0: you know uh, we talk so much we've always been so open and you know we, we're not afraid to cry my boyfriend's his saying during this quarantine is you're gonna call and cry with your mom <laughs> so we've we've you know embraced you know um being true and honest to our emotions and i i've had to battle and learn to shy away from trying to be funny when I feel sad, to sort of allow myself to feel sad. And I think people need to know that it's okay to feel sad. It's, you know, I think one of the things we do as a disservice to our children, especially our little boys, is that when they're sad, we go, don't be sad. Right out the gate, we're teaching humans to suppress a very natural emotion and a very healthy emotion. And it is important to have that sort of gradual family time, especially during a grieving process, you know, even just us needing it on a daily basis. It's so important to have some family there with you while you're transitioning through those grief stages because they come and they go and they, you know, they hit you out of nowhere. And just to have somebody around during those initial days and weeks, it's so vital to feeling less alone and, feeling okay with your sadness, but you know, it's, I definitely relate to, to you on feeling like we need to communicate with our family more because as much as we get into that rat race, as much as the rat race is going to come back, that's the one thing that I won't have a problem implementing more into my life because I don't need a, I don't need a pandemic to remind me that my family is important but some people need to hear that you should reach out more even if you just have 4 4 minutes or yeah. even even 30 seconds mm. you know it's it, time is the one thing we can't get back and hopefully during all this craziness people realize that people are what help us get to our goals in life and people are the 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 best part about living you know you can't do comedy to an empty room and Having Christmas morning alone sucks. So beyond all of this, I hope we at least spend a little bit more time devoted to our family and our friends.
1: You can't do comedy to an empty room. Well, we'll see how my ticket sales are in Utah in two weeks.
0: (laughs) Are you in Utah in two weeks? Yeah. where are you going to be tell everybody where you're going to be
1: wise guys the 29th and 30th in salt lake city the downtown club and then copper blues live in phoenix scottsdale i'm sorry june 4th through the 7th i've heard both phoenix hasn't opened up yet for shows but utah has and and been good and successful and and they're taking all the precautions and and uh people are coming out and i'm a buddy out there that said some I'm not going to go. He's like, there's some bars close by that we can go. I'm like, I'm not doing that. No, we're
0: not pushing it, buddy. Are they doing, are they filling it like a third less of the audience?
1: Nothing like 150, I think.
0: Wow. Yeah. So wise guys in Salt Lake city, Utah.
1: Yeah. And then where else can they see you? Uh, on uh, Phoenix copper blues live, uh, the fourth through the seventh. And then Adam Ray comedy on Instagram and Twitter. My album read the room is out podcast about last night, which, uh, You've been on and crushed uh, a gazillion times. Um, we did it
0: together on <laughs> St. Patty's Day.
1: That was great. That was right before things really cracked.
0: Yeah, that was the last place I went. Oh besides. wait, what?
1: no. Yeah, we so We didn't touch each other, right? No, we, we
0: didn't touch each other. We were apart. They, you no guys masks. cleaned the mic. Just
1: like, yeah.
0: There's no yeah. masks yet.
1: Um, and then my, uh, I, I'm starring in a movie out called The Bellman on Amazon and iTunes with Tom Lennon. My first starring movie. It's really, it's like, it's got a very wet, hot American summer. Um uh uh you know anchorman just indie comedy tom lennon's the villain in it he's hilarious richard Kind's in it willie garson kellen coleman jonathan kite um and i'm the lead in it and it's on amazon and itunes called the bellman ah oh, and-
0: i gotta watch it can i put it on bong in a movie
1: oh my god i'm gonna do a companion Jess, that's the best way to do it i would be honored <laughs> if you do that and it's that my would first be a fun movie.
0: movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. It's I'm definitely silly. gonna do that. There's
1: puppets in it. There's sound effect. It's fucking silly. I think you're gonna love it. <laughs> it's really silly.
0: That sounds amazing. I'm um, definitely gonna do it.
1: And then I and then I'm in a cartoon um called Crossing Swords that comes out on Hulu June twelfth. It's a medieval times, it's a filthy medieval times show in all claymation. It's by the robot chicken guys. So it's Seth Green and and the cast is Wendy McClevin Covey and Tony Hale and Meyer and um Anyway, so that's June twelfth, and then and then you know, trying to get on Rogan. That's now until I die, and then uh, <laughs> you can see that at. Uh, um, yeah, putting a, a
0: good word for you. I don't I know mean, what it'll do.
1: I mean, only if it comes up organically. Yeah, I'm sure I, that guy I, gets. Pitched. I do
0: all organic.
1: I'm sure he gets pitched all the time, but I know. I mean, you're so you're you're so good with him on those shows because you're just so good at talking and being interesting and having opinions and keeping conversations moving. But I also am like, I feel like we'd rip it up and have a good chat. And, and I, uh, I'm like, man, he's going to get to a point to where like, I'm like, man, it's going to be every comic that I have started with has been on it. And I haven't been on it. And I'm like, well, how do I get in his, and I, we, we see each other at the store all the time and he knows me by name. And we like, he always stops to chat with me. And like, we've, he's seen me, rip on stage so i'm like i don't know what's that next thing out of sight out of mind i feel like is a real thing but also you know maybe something happening that he sees like like theo just had on brad and and jeff die because they're the first two comics that kind of jumped back into stand-up and i don't know if he would have had them on otherwise but they were on and it was great and so sometimes it's got to be a thing like that right right unless there's an extra connection
0: yeah i think it's like a conversation piece and you know word of mouth and whatever you know he is so interested by a vast array of subjects yeah that it's like an encyclopedia type of podcast where there's like I was so like, many different things should
1: I text things. him and be like hey my stepmom died and we could talk about hospice you know have you ever have you ever you been to a
0: hospice? hospice
1: yeah you know what I'm saying like maybe that's my hook
0: hospice is my hook.
1: <laughs> my hospice hook Hook and hospice. Following, I got into hospice Diane got
0: because of a hook. I'm in hospice, yeah, because of the hook. Oh, she's the one with the hook. I don't want to talk about it. it the was hook a rusty hand? one.
1: <laughs> well, she has a I- hook hand. It was also her hook into getting on Rogan. Jesus Christ.
0: My husband's a ship captain, and he lost his arm. A great white bit it off, and then he had to put a hook on it, and he never cleaned it. I told him to clean it, but he never cleaned it, and it got rusty. What's and that? he fingered me one night, and I got botulism in my pussy. Anyways, you guys want to
1: watch? You bot- got Bos- Bosch pussy? Bosch, the new Amazon show? No, botched pussy. Oh, I couldn't see that. I don't have my binoculars on. What's her name? Gail Gimmick? Yeah, she's got tons of them.
0: <laughs> Gail Gimmick also does morning news in yeah. Arizona. Tucson.
1: And she wrote the puppetry of the penis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did she really?
1: No, I don't know. It just sounds like, some sound sort like of, someone sounds who like right a that. classic playwright.
0: <laughs> oh God, my fucking face hurts. Oh, the Rogan God. effect is real. He's our he is our generation's Johnny Carson. Yeah. He really is. He's uh he's an important dude. But there's also a thing to every you know. There's an aspect to the grind and and the networking and the hustle, but there's also an aspect to the cards fall as they may. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah.
1: And, you know, I know it's going to happen. So it's like you go keep doing your shit, keep doing the work. It's almost like when you are starting on comedy, you're like, I want that special. I want this. And it's like, dude, focus, control what you can control, getting better, being funny, being real. And I know I've got room to grow in that area as far as being more, but like shit, if I'm doing something with you or a handful of people, well, I can be completely myself. But I just gotta find that find that way to do that all the time with other people. Which,
0: yes, but, you, uh, Josh Wolf, and I are we're constant. We're all we're like this constantly. We're like, how do we?
1: Yeah, but I what mean, being can, what you're we do so together? good and open and transparent all the time, and I in my comedy and everything, I'll I'll do that in doses. That's why I try to do a solo one just on my stepmom passing and just to really cr- try to be funny and talk from the heart and the whole thing and just by myself and try to get my audience to, to know me better. But I,
0: did you record that already?
1: Yeah. And put that out. Yeah. That was a couple weeks ago, but, but, um, but so, yeah, so, so trusting that and knowing that when it happens, I'll be, you know, extremely ready for it and to just keep honing, honing it, you know, so that when the opportunity arises that you can deliver.
0: Absolutely. And you, you like, I say this to Josh, and I've said it to you before. Another like,
1: guy that would be great on it, you know. Yes,
0: wow. I know. Seriously, in in due time, um, you both like are a couple of my favorite friends and comedians. We just always like. There's never a time when we're together where it's not great.
1: Oh yeah, Remember and we we've, we've two... were able
0: to be real with each other. Like you, oh, yeah. I always say this. Like you and Josh have both seen me like bawling. Totally. Like true friends have seen yep. that. You know. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's that. I know it does. When you can kind of peel the curtain back on somebody's life a little bit more, but not everybody wants to let you in on that. Like, I have friends that I've known for twenty years that, like, we've just in the last year maybe had some some deep chats. Like, one of my friend's mom is as um, I think it's Alzheimer's or dementia. She's just gone. She's mm. Doesn't even, does not know anybody. She's still kind of just a veggie walking around. And Ugh. we've just kind of started to talk about that because I have pride. I always wanted to, I go, oh, I bet he doesn't want to talk about it. I'm going to be a distraction for him when we hang or we talk. But now i have started to be, he's like one of my best friends. Like I was best man of his wedding. Let me start seeing how he's doing. Ugh. And he started really opening up to me about stuff and, and, and which was cool. You know? Yeah. That's
0: powerful when people, yeah. I like that when they, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit and show you their humanity and, I think it's a thing that we all have in common, this vulnerability and the shyness to show it and the inability to sort of feel confident while you're being vulnerable is such a common occurrence among amongst so many different people, especially dudes. You, you know, it's a like common thing between men and women, like we talk too much and you guys don't talk enough. And and a lot of that has to do with the way you've been raised and how society raises you. So it's, it's important for dudes to be able to open up in front of one another. It's like that sketch, you know, that sketch I've been watching key and peel. Oh, so good. They're so fucking funny. It is laugh out loud. Funny. I mean, it reminds me of the Chappelle show. It's a very, it's basically the same format. Yeah. So funny, but they had that sketch where they were like talking about their wives and like the, the, they're like, yeah, I called her a bitch. And then they they both look for the wife. And then when they're together, they talk in a different way. But then when the wives are around, oh, they talk in a so different funny. way. It's yeah, so, so funny. fucking funny. Yeah. That shit is great, man. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's uh, life is a weird journey. You're right, Adam. It is. And when we come back, we're going to show you how to shave your pubes into an American flag. Get ready for Fourth of July. Stick around. We'll be right back i don't know
0: you have such a great voice you really do you should do
1: commercial work oh thank you
0: (laughs) for some reason i want to buy a hyundai
1: hyundai (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't even say it right at first either and they were like think sunday funday i was like oh cool
0: hyundai funday hyundai hyundai yeah there it is well you're one of my favorite fucking people tell them again podcast podcast about
1: last night AdamRaycomedy.com for uh, tour dates and dropping a bunch of about last night merch uh, at the end of the month. So um, that'll be exciting. There'll be links and posted that everywhere. My album, read the room is out on Spotify, iTunes, full thing on YouTube to watch. And, um, uh, crossing swords, June 12th on Hulu, go watch the bellman on Amazon and iTunes. And, uh, and, and pooch cave it. is out in and pooch cave. I think you can get season two on DVD. Yeah. Uh, season, we got one,
0: s- season three <laughs> on laser disc. <laughs>
1: And season four is a little chip that you put inside your uh
0: yeah you stick it in it's it's implanted we send a doctor to your house and it, yeah. don't worry it's, it's free it's a
1: free service Wait, i think he's a doctor he's a guy we don't know he's a guy he's from with Brazil. A <laughs> 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 oh man well, i love it this, this worked Thank out great you
0: so much this did work out great all right well i'm gonna hang up on you
1: okay i'm gonna i'm by the way this i'm using this for an aln app too is that cool
0: absolutely i'll send yeah. you the i'll send okay, you the good. whole fucking file
1: too much goodness to not have go out on every uh, outlet possible
0: absolutely what's that oh his mom's here adam's mom <laughs> yeah no i think we're still recording she wants to put a pill where i gotta go
1: <laughs> she's gonna pee on whose fence <laughs>